Wonderful friends, welcome to Fate FM Drive Time BQ&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible, and where we look at the world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I am Nick Krita, the South Australian Regional Coordinator for Faith FM, and I'm very happy to be with you today. Thank you for tuning in. It's our pleasure to have you with us uh, today. And again, like always, you may get used to this now. Myself, I'm inviting you to be part of this program with us. You may have a question, a thought, something to share with us. And we would love to have you part of this program. And you can do that by sending us a text message to the number 04888808811. Again, the number is 04888808811. On the same number, just later on, will come with the free book with the offer which we have prepared for you today. Please uh, don't miss that because it's a wonderful uh, book. And we are going to talk quite a bit about that book today with my uh, co-host. And I would like to say hello to Ross uh, um, Cray coming all the way from Western Australia. Ross, how are you? I'm very well, Nick. It's great to actually hear your voice again and to be able to speak to you once again from a rather chilly part of the country now. Oh, well, we cannot say much better than that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> freezing too. Hey, Ross, it's really good to have you back with us uh, again now for quite a while. You know, we are not able to connect. Uh, you're a busy yeah. man there in Western Australia doing a lots of good things. I mean, can you give us some um, heads up with uh, what's going on there in Western Australia, what you are being involved with? Well, as as most, well, as some people might be aware, I, I'm spread across a few hundred kilometres of this great country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my home church is in Manjimup, which is in the southwest of the state. And this church is going through quite a, a uh, well, a growth phase at the moment. We're getting lots of people coming along. We, mm-hmm. uh, we have a food pantry that uh, started off a couple of years ago with just 30 people. we now got over 400. We cracked the 400 mark just a couple of weeks ago. Wow. And uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit sad in one way that we have this number of people needing assistance, mm-hmm. but it's wonderful that God has given us the opportunity and the ability to be able to help them. Now, that's wonderful, uh, Rose, because, you know, that's exactly what Jesus will uh, want us to do. To yeah. really uh, meet people where they are, you know, I r- always like to say that uh, Jesus' method, it's the best yeah. one to follow, you know, because Jesus mingled with people, you know, he sympathized mm-hmm. with people, he Absolutely. helped them in any way, you know, uh, he was compassionate about the people around him. Um, and then he was, you know, abiding them, come follow me. But first of all, he was uh, mixing up with the, with the people and he got some, um, um, how to say that, um, um, yeah, <laughs> feedback from, from the leaders of that day, those days, oh, you yeah. know, uh, while is he, you know, eating with these sinners there. Yeah. And, but you know what? This is what we should do. 
too yep. often we are just sitting in the churches, in the pews there, and uh, thinking, wow, what a good people we are. <laughs> yes, that's very true. And it, it's wonderful that the folk here in Nanjimup are actually taking hold of the community services with our food ministry and our clothing ministry. They're both, wow, mm-hmm. they're just reaching people like, like you said, Nick, where their people are. There's no judgment. They're just so... So welcome to come. They're also welcoming us into their homes. Uh, they're joining in with other activities that the church here is doing at the moment. And it, it's mm. just the Holy Spirit is moving. Oh, that's beautiful to see. That's great. I mean, just to let our listeners know if... Um, or if you even joined the first time, um, you may not heard um, Ross before, but uh, Ross, it's a passionate uh, man, first of all, you know, to share the good news, the gospel. He's a minister of the gospel, as he said, yeah. right there in uh, Western Australia. Um, you moved from, uh, what was there in Queensland or uh, I can't remember now. Uh, yeah, it was Queensland. Yeah, yeah I think Queensland. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, a few yeah. years ago, you moved to Western Australia, and you love it there. Yep. I do, absolutely. I'm in my fourth year here now, although the locals keep telling me that I've got 36 to go before I'll be considered local. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. But that's okay. I'm loving it here. It's a beautiful part of the country. Mm, now that's wonderful, Ross. Look, we have a very uh, beautiful um, topic for today to share with our oh, listeners yes. and uh, uh, we are talking for the whole um, couple of weeks. Uh, this is the last week. We approach this um, topic, um, steps to a dynamic relationship with Jesus. Mm. And um, this week, uh, we are mainly looking at questions like, um, is growth in church possible? I mean, how, mm. how do I have um, or how do I live for Christ, you see, yeah. uh, because it's important. You, you can't just say, oh, I'm a Christian or I believe in God or things like that. I mean, uh, yeah, how do I live day by day yeah. for Christ? Another question we asked during the week is, um, was, um, is a dynamic relationship with Christ possible without prayer? And I no, thought I, that. <laughs> I thought that was a very good uh, good one. And then just the other day, um, we talked about uh, how do I handle doubt and uncertainty. And we live in yeah, a world was, which uh, yeah. you know uncertainty, but it for us, for uh, the mortals, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I was going to say that 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 question yesterday with Fabiano was an amazing question because it is so relevant today. People mm-hmm. are feeling very doubtful about their futures because some of some people are finding their futures are in question yes reminding you that you are listening to Faith FM uh, Drive Time BQ&A with uh, Nick Krita and our co-host today is um, Ross Craig from uh, Western Australia we're just having a couple of uh, technical issues with the connections always happens when uh, uh, when we are connecting over the phone it's much better to have somebody here in the studio isn't that um, but again, I'm uh, reminding you that you can be part of this program with us today just by um, sending us a text message with your thoughts. Maybe just a question, a remark, uh, a thought you have. And you can do that by sending a text mes- message to 04 
888-808-1 Saying the number 04-888-808-1 And we'll be very happy to, to share. All right. Well, uh, while uh, we are trying to reconnect with um, Ross again, I may just play a song right now and we'll be back uh, shortly. I hope we can establish that connection uh, quickly enough. Here there is a song, uh, 10,000 Reasons. This is Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Nick Rita and uh, Ross Craig from Western Australia. We just lost the connection before this song. I hope uh, that Ross is back with us. Trying to establish that connection, but that's not coming through for some reason. I may just do a little bit of news. Um, we'll try to connect and I'm 
trying hard. <laughs> you may need to uh, to bear with me for this um, this afternoon. But hey, um, a little bit of uh, World Watch thing. Uh, I just came across few things going on in this uh, Christian world. Uh, unfortunately. Few stories not so good here. One of that is uh, a, a policeman in India assaulted a pastor for family devotion. And um, it says this that in uh, New Delhi, uh, the Morning Star News uh, reported on this uh, nearly two months uh, after the police arrested a pastor uh, in India from his uh, grandmother's home. They tied him uh, to the to a tree and beat him and uh, abused him because he was visiting his family. And I think that's amazing. You know, uh, it says here that um, uh, Pastor Kumar, he was uh, visiting a sick uncle of his to his grandmother's house nearby um, a town, uh, Baha'is, I think that's how you say it. When a police arrested him after a Hindu neighbor videotaped them, they were singing about, um, you know, Christian songs, and they tried to probably cheer up, lift up their spirits. I was quite challenged, you know, um, to hear that, that you cannot this day even uh, visit your family and uh, sing some Christian songs there to lift up your spirits because some other people around you may be offended that you sing a Christian song. Now, I understand that if you live in a, a country which is, uh, you know, um, mainly another religion or, but still, you know, we live in a, in 21st century and uh, I don't understand these things. There are a few other things which I'd like to share a bit later on, but uh, right now I just need to go to another song just to be able to to connect with uh, with Ross and then we'll be back um, very soon on um, Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A please stay with us uh, don't go anywhere while we are trying to sort out this problem It doesn't seem quite right to say goodbye, my friend But there's a work to be done to tell the world that he is love If I don't see you here again My brother, I'll see you when we get there God's great mercy be forever with you Courage, courage until we get there We are here for just a little while My sister, God surely gives beautiful gifts You are dear to my heart Reminding me of his caring love Fellow pilgrim will still be taking the same way home Even though oceans apart Still be fighting the same fight together If I don't see you here again My sister, I'll see you when we get there God's great mercy 
Ross Craig. I hope I have Ross now online. Ross, are you there? I am here, Nick. Oh, that's beautiful. Uh, I perspire quite a bit, uh, Ross, here trying <laughs> to sort out this thing. Um, and uh, I will, I was just sharing, I'm not sure if you heard a bit, uh, a bit of news, you know. Uh, I did hear a bit of news. A little bit there. Yeah. And it was very concerning, you know, that um, yeah. uh, some people uh, were arrested and beaten uh, just because they uh, sang some Christian songs in their family. Uh, a pastor visiting, you know, his sick uncle. And uh, there were a couple of other um, uh, articles which I was uh, hoping to share, but time it's uh, going now. Uh, I will just probably mention very briefly, because we are talking yeah. today, Ross, about how can I confidently walk with Christ? And I, yeah. I looked at some of these um, uh, stories, you know, which sad stories, uh, how people are, are persecuted in these days, you know, in the 21st century because yeah. of their faith. Now, we know from the um, Bible that this thing will happen, you know, um, and uh, mm-hmm. um, we'll pray for our brethren, you know, for the people Amen. who are uh, following Jesus Christ to be strong, because uh, Jesus told us that these things may happen, but it's sad, you know, when you talk about other things, you know, freedom for, for other things, you know, people are standing for freedom, and uh, yes. they are not considered these basic things. Another uh, gentleman in Africa, he converted to Christianity from Islam and um, he was you know very passionate about this uh, new encounter with God with Jesus and he was sharing with so many people around him in the community and um, what happened he was caught and then uh, fortunately he was killed uh, because of because of that and the whole community was in shock you know I hope that I could share that uh, story and just uh, looking today um, was uh, a lady in uh, Egypt you know a Coptic uh, lady. Now, mm-hmm. we are not talking about here only about, let's say, uh, Protestants or, uh, you know, all sorts of Christians, you know, uh, from yeah. traditional yeah. background or, um, you know, small groups, whatever it is. And I'm really concerned, you know, that, that really saddened me when I, I saw those um, things coming up uh, 
particularly when the world is making so big fuss of uh, some other things like freedom, for example, you know, yeah. uh, freedom yeah. of, uh, let's say, uh, we don't want to, I don't know, it just came in my mind now, like uh, LGBT. Freedom of anything. Yeah, or, yeah, freedom of anything, you know. Yeah. But Ross, um, as I said, uh, because of um, that uh, little problem, you know, we had with our yeah. connection there, I just want to get into this uh, subject as... Um, yeah. As we have a bit of time left here, and I would like to ask you the, this question: What do you think about how can we confidently, uh, confidently, sorry, uh, walk with yeah. Christ? Well, look, it's a, it's a fantastic question. And when I first when I first heard the question, my mind went to two places mm-hmm. because the word "how" kind of threw me a little bit. And I thought. In today's society, some people would be asking, uh, like these people who are being persecuted, mm-hmm. would be asking, how, how can I possibly walk with Christ? It's going to bring persecution down on me. Mm-hmm. And then there's the other meaning of the word, how, is I, how do I do that? How do I put this together? And you know, it took me back, because um, I've shared with you, Nick, and I've, I've shared with a few people um, a little bit of my, my own personal story. Mm-hmm. And I've got to tell you that when it comes to how can I confidently uh, walk with Christ, this this is something that I I battled with for a long time because I I was born into a Christian family. Um, my parents were very strong in in the in the church, mm-hmm. um, but when I hit my late teenage years, I I wandered away into the world and I I tried to find answers to. Um, questions out in the world, and it didn't go very very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after a little while, probably after well, not a little while, probably after about twenty years or so, I started to think about God again. And yeah, some other family things happened, and I realised that if I wanted a future, I really needed God in my life because there was no future in the world. Right, and we look at what's happening in the world today, and and it's not looking good. It's looking quite bleak in in a lot of parts. Yes, but I discovered when I started to take God back into my life, and I started to walk with Him, it actually became easier to walk confidently with Him because mm. of the future He offered me, of the future that well, not just He offered, but He guaranteed me, which is fantastic. And there are, I've actually found, well, you know, seven is a nice number, but I found some some actual, <laughs> you, could, you could probably call them fringe benefits of being a Christian. Yes. Uh, you know, with all the, the confusion and stuff that's happening in the world today, well, you know, a, a Christian has the ability to ask the creator of the universe mm-hmm. uh, for wisdom. And we find that in the book, in the Bible, it's, it's, uh, in the book of James, chapter 1, verse 5, if people have got a pen and want to write these verses down, they can check out to make sure that I'm not telling a fib. Sure. Um, or they can, they can text us on 04 888 and we'll send these verses off to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, we, we, we have at our beck and call the most amazing amount of wisdom possible. And then I often thought about how should I be behaving? Right. Should I be... How should I be treating people? I couldn't work out whether, you know, I had to treat these people differently to those people. But again, the Bible tells us it's quite clear. Um, in Philippians, it tells us that, you know, we need to be considering other people 
above ourselves or we need to be not just thinking about ourselves but also thinking about other people. Yes. And a really some really great things that I discovered once I took the Lord back into my life is that there is a bigger picture. There is somebody. There is, regardless of how bad the situation gets, God is able to turn that and to bring good out of it. And we mm. see that in Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. Mm-hmm. And there is someone who does care. And these days, just knowing that there is someone who cares can give us such a sense of peace and such a sense of calm. Yes. And knowing that this person is always there and is listening is just awesome. And when I discovered that, you know, God um, is just there waiting and I can cast my cares on him and he will help me, that was such a relief, particularly when I was homeless, living in a car mm. outside a sewage treatment plant, that would give me warmth, knowing that, as it says in First Peter 5, 7, I can cast my cares on him because he cares for me. And then in Joshua 1, 9, we're told that he is there for us. He is there with us wherever we go. Yes. But something that I really battled with for a long time was the fact that I had been not a good person. Mm. And I really felt that I had done things that were so bad that nobody, not even God, would forgive me. Mm. And I tell you, once I started walking confidently with with Christ, once I got over the idea that I was completely lost, and I discovered in First John chapter 1, verse 9, that beautiful text, if we confess our sins, mm. he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us. That was a moment. That was an absolute moment. And I can walk confidently with Christ now because I know he will forgive me or he has forgiven me. Mm. And he has released me from not just, not just forgiving me for, for the wrongs that I've done, but I can really, I can, I can let go of the shame. And that's just beautiful. That's and of course, a, yeah. the, the best thing about being a Christian is that heaven is awaiting us. <laughs> And probably the most famous verse in the entire Bible, John 3.16 tells us that God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever, whoever that is, whoever, mm, mm. So that's everybody, whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That's... And those, those seven verses, there's a couple of others, but those seven really helped me decide that, yes, I can walk confidently with God mm. because of those things, because of the future he's offered me. And, uh, yeah, I tell you, once you actually realize just how big, but how close and personal and interested God is, you don't have to worry about whether or not you can at all because it is quite possible. But now would be an awesome time to talk about the free gift book for today, yes, um, that life without limits because it's got some really practical stories in there. Um, I haven't actually read it myself, but I, I did a bit of a Google search and I found out what some other people thought. Would you like me to read out what some yes, people said about yes. this? Yes, yes. Now, ju- just before you do that, um, yep. uh, 
Ross, thank you so much, first of all, that um, you share with us and our listener um, a bit of your story, a bit of your struggles. You know, um, we are not, uh, um, how to say that, if we talk about God and we talk about the good things in the Bible and and mm. all, all the things, uh, sometimes people can think, oh, you know, those are like saints, you know, uh, but yeah. I am far away there, you know, that's, n- that's not true at all. We are all humans. And uh, the only difference is that, uh, you know, we have that privilege of uh, allowing God to work in our lives, uh, uh, listening to his mm. call. Um, and as your story goes, God wants to make a change. In our life, he, does. he doesn't want to see yeah. us uh, miserable, suffering. Uh, you know, I no. mean, even if we suffer, uh, let's say physically or other things, you know, but it's different <laughs> when you suffer knowing that God is by your side. It's a different yeah. thing, you know, or, or when you suffer because you are depressed or you have some other things, you don't have any hope. Not in this mm. world and not in the world to come. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? And that's very, very, very difficult. That's why I like to uh, emphasize on this bit here. Uh, and thank you for taking the, you know, have courage to share your story and being vulnerable, you know, with uh, our listener. We are broadcasting this, uh, you know, mm. over the whole uh, nation here and on the internet. Uh, and I think we should do that a bit more. We should be a bit more open and talk about our struggles and encourage each other that there is God, Jesus, who came Absolutely. down from heaven, as you pointed out to that beautiful verse in in John 3.16, you know, mm-hmm. um, give everything just to, yeah. to get to us. Yeah. And, and we just need to say, here I am, God. Here I am. Take me under your wings, do whatever is needed in my life. And this is the beauty of the thing which we would like to to talk about uh, um, uh, today. Now, while you mentioned about the book, you know, uh, Life Without Limits, you know, that sounds mm. really good, you know. And, you know, that book, and we're going to talk quite a bit um, in the rest of the time we have for today about this book and some of the principles in that book too. Yep. But we will mm. sit in the Bible to, um, you know, to encourage people to read the Bible yep. because that's the living word of God, Absolutely. which can transform our life. Now, my dear friend listening today, if you like to have that book in your hands, and I believe after Ross will share quite a bit uh, with us about that book, you'll definitely want to have that book in your uh, <laughs> hands um, and read it. But the code is SA61. Just send us a text message with that code. No, no space in between SA and 61. Just uh, SA61. Send that uh, message to 04888-8811. And um, our friendly robot will uh, <laughs> ask you a couple of questions there. And um, that book will, uh, will come to you in um, mm. very soon very soon but yeah Ross please take us through a little bit share with us a bit that book okay well uh, the book itself uh, by Clifford Goldstein um, it's interesting because it is actually a, a mixture of faith and logic mm-hmm. which in today's society people would probably be scratching their heads thinking I don't know if that's possible 
because a lot of people have this idea that faith and logic can't be together. But this book is a mixture of faith and logic. Mm. And um, some of these people who have read it, one of them has said it's a great read, a great read, especially for the inquirer. This person was a, is a student of science and finds this book lot uh, goes logically through a step by step approach mm-hmm. to asking the tough questions that science can't ever answer because they are beyond the scope of research. Mm. Now, that I used to be a science teacher. Mm-hmm. That grabbed my attention. Really grabbed my attention because if this book is doing talking about stuff and answering questions that science can't, I want to know. <laughs> I yes. really do. Another person said that this is an excellent book about life, where we come from, where we're going. And I really like this last part. This, this lady must have read another Goldstein book. Mm-hmm. A typical, witty, twisted Goldstein style. So it sounds like it's got a bit of levity in it as yeah, well. Absolutely. What, what, <laughs> the, yeah, awesome book, um, uh, Ross, uh, for yep. those seeking to begin a search for God. Eh? Yes, isn't mm. that mm. Seeking to begin that search. So, you know, answering those very early questions that people might have. Mm-hmm. And I really like this last one too because it talks a little bit about science. It's a kind of Einstein meets mere Christianity. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Einstein meets Christianity. That would be amazing. A very learned scientific approach to proving Christianity mm-hmm. is the very best thing out there. The scientific approach to proving Christianity is the best thing out there. That is amazing. Beautiful. And it is, it is absolutely beautiful. Um, so, yeah, look, I would recommend, as uh, everybody on Faith of Him is recommending at the moment, that people text. SA sixty one to O four triple eight eight oh eight double one and get a copy of this book because it will answer your questions. It may even answer questions that you didn't even know you had. Mm, mm. Which is fantastic. And that really relates those sort of questions and those that that um oh giving practical answers from the scientific background and giving practical answers about how people can not just learn about who God is, but learn about how they can confidently walk with him. And that's quite reflected in Christ's first sermon when he was here. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this very famous sermon in, in Matthews chapter 5, 6, and 7 called the Sermon on the Mount. Um, there are lots of different commentaries about this particular sermon saying that uh, it wasn't, wasn't just talking to his 12 followers, but he was talking to a large crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that because by the time it gets to the end of chapter 7, it's talking about this huge crowd that he's talking to. Mm-hmm. And that it's interesting because, like you said earlier, Nick, uh, Christ's method, he mixed with people where they were. He met them where they were. And this crowd would have been an interesting mix of people. Yes. They're very early in Jesus' ministry, so people weren't didn't quite know who this guy was just yet, but they were fascinated by what he had to say. Yeah, it's interesting what you're saying because, um, you know, when you read in the book of uh, Matthew, the Gospel of Matthew, um, Mm. uh, it's right, you know, because Jesus is inviting his disciples, you know, particularly probably he spoke to those uh, uh, 
um, circle, the nearer circle, you know, uh, maybe yep. to his 12 disciples, you know, come, come aside, come here, you know, uh, yeah. sit down, yeah. you know, sit down. But um, in other parts of the Bible, Jesus is trying the same thing to kind of uh, retreat a little bit, you know, to go a bit away. But the masses of people, you know, he wouldn't have yeah. a chance, you know, uh, the people are just following because they started to hear all sorts of things about this uh, man, uh, Jesus Christ. And, you know, as you just uh, said that this uh, first sermon preached, let's say, by Jesus, yep. which you can find it in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. And my dear friend, you know, listening today, if you never read in the Bible, you know, if you never took yeah. the Bible in your hands or uh, something like that, I will encourage you to start right there. Right there with the, with the book of, uh, Matthew, you know, in, in the gospels. Mm. And probably, probably even with this first sermon, which, uh, Ross is just saying. Myself, when I was uh, younger, when I came to, I think to Christ, you know, in my twenties, um, yeah. I memorized these three chapters, you know, five, six, and wow. seven. Yes. All, and uh, now, um, you know how you go, uh, with age, you know, you start to lose yeah. some of those qualities with memory, but I, I think I need to, to go back and just to practice a bit because it was very good, you know, to be able to tell it by heart, um, yeah. all three chapters. And I remember uh, most of the portion, you know, in those three chapters, very important. It will, it will cover a huge range of things, you know, yeah. which we facing day by day here. And uh, yes, indeed, please take us through a little bit uh, of this yeah. sermon, Ross. Oh, look, absolutely. And we're talking about how can we walk confidently uh, with Christ. And in the very early part of, of this particular sermon, um, there's a, a passage, uh, well, people would possibly have heard of the Beatitudes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that section is actually a little bit like that book, uh, Life Without Limits. It's got some very practical guidelines mm-hmm. on um, how, but also answers the question of why, which I just love, why and how we can confidently walk with Christ. Mm. In, and that, that starts off in, in Chapter 3. Uh, it talks about people being poor in spirit, which, yeah, that doesn't sound like a really nice way to start off a sermon. Mm-hmm. Poor in spirit, that sounds a bit sad. But the word before that, of course, is blessed. And sometimes, some uh, some translations of the Bible actually translate that that word um, into happy rather than blessed. Yes. But if you look at the original languages, the the Greek that they translate to be happy is much more than just happy to be around. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a happiness that can really only come from a, a beautiful relationship. And in this case, it's a beautiful relationship with God. It's a beautiful relationship with Christ. Right. So the people who are poor in spirit, and that, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't have any worldly possessions. This is poor on the inside. So they might, they might be suffering from some sort of a, like those, those people that you were talking about in the news a little bit earlier, um, being being arrested and mm-hmm. being beaten because because of their belief. You know, that would lead you to be poor in spirit. You you would be feeling oppressed. You'd be feeling downtrodden. And then you also have people that know, like for myself, 
back when I started to take the Lord back into my life, I was poor in spirit because I felt that I had sinned so badly that no one could possibly forgive me, let alone love me. Mm. So I was definitely poor in spirit. I was very low. But then the verse flips it and says, theirs is the kingdom of heaven, which is an amazing thing when you consider that the kingdom of heaven, well, yes, it includes it includes heaven, but it also includes what's happening within us now. We right. have this grace of God available to us now. Right. And so that, that beautiful life in heaven, that peace, gorgeous relationship, that can start right now, can start today, because all, they, all we need to do is ask for God to come into our lives, and that journey begins. It's just, just beautiful. Verse 4 talks about those who mourn. Again, that's a bit sad sounding, um, but again, it's not just people who are crying because they have lost something or someone. They might be mournful, they might be sad because they see just like I did how bad I actually was mm-hmm. compared and this is something that we really should never do Nick, we should never try and compare ourselves to Christ or else we'll walk away feeling really mournful really yeah. sad because yeah. we just can't compare ourselves to him but those who mourn, those who see just how far maybe they have fallen well, they're going to be comforted. And the Holy Spirit is already here to do that. You know, when before Jesus went back to heaven, he said to these disciples, I have to go back because if I don't go back, I can't send the comforter. And when I go back, I'll ask the Father and he will send you another comforter. And that's the Holy Spirit who's going to come and give us that beautiful calm, that beautiful peace mm-hmm. that only can come from God. Go down to verse 5, it talks about the meek, and that can be people, you know, you think of Jesus, he was meek, he actually called himself meek and lowly in heart. Yes. When he was telling people that if you are labor and heavy laden, come to him and he will give you rest. Um, but Jesus was definitely not a doormat. <laughs> yeah. There were times when he, he put people in their place, but he did it from from a, a, a uh, an angle of love. Mm, mm, and mm. so, you know, we can have confidence while we're walking with him because he is always available, always available. Like when he was talking about himself being meek and lowly in heart, if, if we are heavy burdened, we can go to him. Yes. One of those fringe benefits was we can lay all our cares on him because he cares for us. Going on further, we find... Down in verse 6, people who are hunger and thirst after righteousness. Now, the people that Jesus was speaking to at the time lived in an area where their average rainfall was less than half of Australia's rainfall. Mm-hmm. And we've got a fair bit of desert here. So our average rainfall for the whole country is not huge, but these people are living in an area where it was less than half of what we get here. So they would have known what it was like to be thirsty. Mm. So this would have really grabbed their attention, really got their attention. We know he's not talking about thirst for water or thirst for liquid. He's talking about thirsting 
for righteousness. Mm-hmm. Now, the word righteousness uh, can be a little bit confronting sometimes because, I don't know, well, when I was out in the world, if I heard anyone talking about their righteousness, I immediately thought that they were a bit pompous and arrogant and a bit too religious for me. Um, but it's just a basic meaning of goodness. And if you're hungering and thirsting after goodness, well, it's surprising to discover that the average human being really would like some form of goodness about them. Yes. In fact, they they love to have goodness about them and the average human being does have a basic sense of goodness. We see this. We've seen this just recently in the eastern states with the flood. People who are total strangers turn up at people's houses that they don't know and just help. Yes, yes. They don't have to be asked. They don't have to be bribed. They don't have to be paid. People just turn up and help. And that's a basic trait of goodness that the average person has. And that that signifies what signifies to me that these people not only have a a a, a second nature of being good, but mm-hmm. they desire goodness. Yeah, and and this hunger and thirst after righteousness. Well, it says that they'll be filled. We know that kind people seem to attract kindness. Which is, which, which follows, you know, good people attract goodness. Good people attract good people. Mm-hmm. And by being good and doing good, you are reflecting the fact, whether you believe in God or not, you're reflecting a trait that, that Christ actually has. Yes, yes. And that, that's the way that we could confidently walk with Him. Mm. Ross, uh, yeah, I may just take a short, uh, very short break here uh, and um, just uh, advertise our uh, free offer which we have for today and we'll we'll just wrap it up uh, in the next uh, few minutes. Yep, sounds good. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. And we are very thankful for the support of uh, Adventist World Radio uh, for this uh, broadcast. My dear listener, you can uh, have that uh, beautiful book, Life Without Limits, in your hands today if you send a text message with the code SA61, SA61 on 04888880811, and this book is yours, uh, free of charge, no obligation. Now, also, I would like to just um, give a bit of a shout out to those people who already asked for this book. Uh, Nada, thank you for... Uh, Requesting uh, the book, also Natasha, uh, Stephanie, and um, uh, there are quite a few others uh, here. Yeah, enjoy this. Uh, Christina, uh, enjoy about this book. But my dear friend, if you haven't done it yet, there's still time. 
just send us a text message with the code SA61 and the book is yours. Now, um, Ross, we have maybe um, five to maybe we can push it to seven minutes. Um, let's yeah, let's just also uh, talk a little bit more about what you just said. Uh, for you know the, the this beautiful sermon, you know, and the beatitudes, but bring it back also together. Um, yeah. For for this aspect which we are talking um, today, uh, we are sure. talking about um, uh, how can we uh, confidently walk with Christ. Yeah. Well, the the Beatitudes, that very first part of Christ's first sermon while he was here, each of those Beatitudes really can really spells out a practical way that we can walk confidently with Christ. Either a practical way or a practical reason for walking confidently with Christ. So if we're going to be, um, you know, if we're going to be poor in spirit or if we're going to be meek or if we're going uh, to be, um, uh, you know, seeking mm-hmm. after righteousness, um, we can be assured that Christ will answer our concerns. If we're, like we said, that uh, those people that are meek, well, they're going to inherit the earth, which sounds pretty amazing. Um, it doesn't mean that they're going to take over the world right now, but mm-hmm. in time to come, the world will be theirs. And people hungering and thirsting after righteousness, they're going to get what, what they're looking for. They're going to get that, that goodness. Um, people who are merciful are going to find mercy. People who are pure in heart, well, they're going to see God. Mm. They're going to see God. Now, it's interesting, too, because just very quickly, the Greek word there that is used for see um, suggests more than just seeing with your eyes. It suggests an experience, and that experience can happen now, can happen today. And then we, we talk about peacemakers. Well, peacemakers are more than just those the people that go to other countries and try to calm down the whole nation. Mm-hmm. Peacemakers are anybody that desires um, that loving relationship with Christ and through that um, they become peaceful. Jesus himself was a, a peaceful character. He didn't he didn't have the absolute extremes of behaviors or whatever. He he had this sense of peace and calm. Yes. And we can get that. We can get that by just making peace with ourselves making peace with people around us, and making peace with God. And that is a wonderful way that you can confidently walk with Christ. The end of that, the end of the uh, Beatitudes um, talk about people being persecuted and talk about people being reviled. And then it says that they need to rejoice, mm-hmm. which is a, a bit of a, a flip around as well, which can be quite confronting. Like if I'm being persecuted, there's no way I'm going to rejoice. But the rejoicing comes because, as we said, one of the fringe benefits we talked about earlier, all things can work together for good. Mm. And being being persecuted, it sounds rough. Being reviled, well, that sounds a bit like being persecuted. But we also, like you mentioned before, Nick, we also need to remember that we're not alone in that. Yes. We're not by ourselves. We do have someone. Jesus promised. Right 
Yeah, Jesus promised Absolutely. that I will be with you till the end, Absolutely. you know. I will never leave you, I'll never forsake you, uh, says in the Bible also. So true, so true, Ross. And, you know, yeah. we could have um, go a little bit more into this beautiful uh, portion of the Bible. Um, oh, we could. And, <laughs> uh, and really pull out some, some very good things, very good uh, mm. um, advice from there. Uh, I hope that my uh, dear friend uh, listening today, you will uh, check those things. You know, you'll open the Bible, you will you'll, um, give some special time, you know, uh, because it's different when you just read something like a, just like a novel, you know, a book just to read it through cover to cover. But Bible is different. Yeah. Bible requires a bit more, you know, sometimes you may read only just one line. But you may yeah. just contemplate, meditate on it, pray to God. What is this, uh, you know, mm. telling, telling me, uh, dear God? Ask God that question and God will show you. Uh, Ross, uh, our time is uh, up for today. Uh, sorry for the um, uh, headaches we had a bit early in the program that we could not start That's properly. Right. <laughs> uh, but I wonder if you could just in a very short uh, prayer, maybe pray for our listener and, um, and encourage uh, our listener to uh, look up to Jesus, even if we're going through some difficult times. Um, and yeah, let's encourage each other to to walk um, confidently with our Lord Jesus Absolutely. Christ. Absolute privilege. Absolute privilege. Father God, we just want to say thank you, Lord, for uh, getting us through with the headaches we had at the start, Lord. You got us through. You mm. got the message through. We, Lord, we also thank you for the, the many promises in Scripture, uh, particularly these Beatitudes, Lord. They are wonderful. They guide us, that tell us that you do have a plan for us, that you do have a future for us. And, Lord, I just want to pray especially for those people that are listening. Um, some will be going through hard times at the moment, Lord. And we know, Lord, that you did promise, as Nick has said, that you did promise to be with us. So I just ask, that you make your presence felt to each mm. of our listeners today. Amen. Lift them up, Lord. Let them know that you are the God of the universe, but you are also right there beside them, interested in them and wanting to carry them through their difficulties. We thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And thank you for listening today to Faith FM with Nick Rita and uh, Ross Craig from Western Australia. Please join us again hey. next time when we are going to look into uh, is Protestantism still needed in the third millennium? And the next question oh, oh, oh. we are uh, tackling is uh, uh, did the Church of the Apostles really fall away? Those are the questions wow. which are going to ask, but until then, may God richly bless you and walk safely in the footsteps of Jesus. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.